Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Highly Functional. This is Brianne Showman, and I am joined today by Spartan Pro Casey Monroe. Casey is not only a Spartan Pro, but she also holds a full-time job and is a mom of a young toddler. Casey and I had a great discussion all about time management, how to get our training time in while still holding a full-time job, being a parent, doing all these other things that life requires of us. Whether you are an athlete, a clinician, or a coach, I think you will find this conversation highly valuable. So let's tune in. Casey, thank you for joining me today. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. You are quite welcome. I'm really excited to talk to you. You are a Spartan pro. You are a physical therapist. You are a mom. You are busy doing a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So first off, let's just, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself as an athlete, as a professional, kind of what, who you are. Sure. Um, I've always been competitive. I, I probably was always active. I was very fortunate to have a mom and dad that put us in a lot of sports. And I think running was always our number one sport. I remember doing cross country as a kindergartner. <laughs> I think I held the mile record uh, for both boys and girls in first grade. I think I ran it in like seven minutes or something like that. So running has always been a huge part of our family and life. My mom's a runner, you know, my sister was a runner. Um, I originally wanted to be a gymnast, but then I grew to be like five, six in high school. So I had to switch <laughs> to running. So originally gymnastics was a passion. So maybe that's why I tend to like Spartan races because there is a little gymnastics component, but, um, let's see. So I ran high school track and cross country. Our team was state champions for three years in a row. Um, I was a state champion two miler. So then I went to college and was a runner in college too um, at the University of Montana. But I also was a doctor of physical therapy student. And so um, that is multitasking in, in itself. So I think I've always been kind of a multitasker, but going to school to get your doctorate and then running three seasons a year is definitely time consuming. So maybe I learned a little bit of how to time manage back then when there was so little time. Um, but anyway, a little bit about my history is, uh, so college cross country and track. And then after college and graduating with my doctorate, um, I actually stopped running for a little bit kind of burnt out um I didn't know where to go from there because you go go from like uh, an environment is so competitive in college where you eat sleep and drink being active I mean you wake up in the morning and you you go and lift or get an early run in and you go to classes and then you have another couple hours of lifting and running afterwards and so I was kind of burnt out and I think I just got my first professional job as a physical therapist and the gym I was working in um, was doing this Spartan training camp because Spartan race was coming to my hometown and so there was a lot of like hype and all these training camps and the gym owner was like oh why don't you come out and try a Spartan race and I was like oh you've got to be kidding me that doesn't seem like something I would like that seems kind of crazy and he's like you're gonna love it just try it so I helped him out with these training camps um, 
And of course, you know, I got competitive in the little camps and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is this is fun. And so I ran my first Spartan race in Big Fork. Uh, it was called the Kalispell Spartan Race. Um, I ran in open heat. And of course, um, running in the open heat, I just blew by everyone. And of course, it gave me like a really good confidence boost. And I got done and I looked at all the pro times that were there. And I was actually beating their pros. And that's what hooked me with Spartan racing. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. So Spartan racing came to me kind of like on a whim, but uh, ever since I've been kind of hooked. (laughs) I don't know, that might've been too much more (laughs) information. No, no, no. I am, it did bring up a question though, because I think it's something a lot of people deal with. and, And I'm curious if when you were done, with college if you were really burnt out or more of didn't really have a direction to go since you weren't any longer on that team and you're kind of almost lost on where to go I think it was kind of a combination you know in college in a competitive division one school I mean competing is life and so then you you go without a purpose I think my last two years of PT school um I didn't race because I was done. I had fulfilled my five years of uh, eligibility and um, I didn't have anywhere to go. And yeah, I think it was kind of like a combination of you don't have that, that outlet for your competitive drive, but you're also not ready to go into something else, or maybe you don't really know what to do. You know, you don't have that, ready team for you so you're kind of like oh I'm lost I, I don't know where I'm going to go from here and as a result I kind of just didn't push myself like I would refuse to do uh five k's because I knew what I was capable of I think that's another thing being a collegiate athlete I, I knew the times that I should be doing but I wasn't putting in the effort to do that so I think that was another thing is like I'd be disappointed in myself too so it was kind of like I lost the drive and lost the outlet for that that part of me um and that's probably why Spartan racing it was something that I couldn't measure my previous ability to you know I didn't have any I didn't have any set goals or anything going into Spartan racing and I think every race in Spartan races can be so different so it's hard to judge on times and as an aging athlete I think that's kind of fun because I can't you know look at a 5k time and be like oh man I've gotten slow it's it's so different but yeah I definitely didn't have have an outlet for my competitiveness so maybe that was the burnout I don't know yeah I think that's an important thing to point out um because I know from coming from a competitive background myself I kind of bounced around from activity to activity for quite a while. And that's when I finally found CrossFit um, because I wanted, this was back in what, 2008, maybe? Uh, No, not that long ago. Probably 2013, maybe. Um, But I wanted something competitive and I think it was the same thing. I wasn't training running anymore. And so kind of like you, it's like you didn't want to necessarily measure yourself against something that you knew, but you wanted something still competitive. And I, I wonder if a lot of other, you know, people get into Spartan for a lot of different reasons, but I wonder if some of it is that like wanting to compete still, but wanting something a little bit different. Yeah. I, 
I know I tried triathlons for a little bit <laughs> and found out I despise swimming. So that, <laughs> that was, I would have loved triathlons had it been just biking and running. But the swimming was so atrocious for me that I was like, oh, can't be competitive in this. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> so. I have to admit, that's the one reason I won't do triathlon either. I'm like, I just don't want to do the swimming part. <laughs> well, when the, I'm back with the old men and the little kids, <laughs> then you just can't make up that time. Swimming actually takes a long time, and you can't run that fast. <laughs> so I, I was like, oh, nope. That was not fun. That's awesome. So I'm curious with your, with your training, so you are a physical therapist. Does being a therapist and knowing the body really well play into what you do when it comes to your training? I think functionally, yes. I think it can also be a double-edged sword. I'm also the worst patient in the world. So I, uh, when I get injured, I'm probably the absolute worst patient because I know what I should do. But I also like to push the limits. So I'm like, oh, it's not really hurt. I'll keep doing it. So if I were my patient, I would have fired me a long time ago. So I think having all the knowledge as a PT, I think I prepare myself pretty well against people that work out probably a lot harder and longer than me because I just don't have the time to do that. But I think functionally, I'm pretty good at preparing myself for what's needed. So I think I, I lay the foundation really well. Um, as a PT, I, I kind of know all the strength moves and I've kind of morphed my workouts. They're kind of like a CrossFit slash uh, circuit training uh, kind of workouts, um, which I think work out really well for Spartan races. And I like training people. Like I've had people come, I don't officially coach, but I've made training plans for people. And I really love doing that because I know what functionally prepares someone. So as a PT, yeah, I think that that works really well. Um, but as an athlete slash PT, I think we can sometimes be the worst because we, we like to push the limits and we maybe don't want to listen to what we know is right. <laughs> I know I'm guilty of that. <laughs> I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned it briefly. And so I really want to dive into the fact that you are a mom, you our physical therapist, and you don't have a lot of time to train. So you really need to get as much in or as be as efficient and productive with your training sessions as possible. So I really want to dive into your training and kind of not only specifics, because we don't want to give away your secrets, but what, uh, like, what do you do in order to be able to train being that you have a small child and you have a job and you need to be able to fit everything yeah. in? Um, it definitely has its frustrations. I mean, I've definitely sat there and been super frustrated because my kid's sick or I have to go pick her up or my work runs late, you know, it's just like really learning how to time management has been a huge factor. I think in the last couple of years as I've gotten on the pro team and really focused on trying to be the best as a Spartan racer, I have to just get better at everything so that it, nothing compromises. I refuse to compromise. I feel like I should be able to do everything. So I just have to learn the time management to be able to do all the things that I love. Um, 
So, you know, my typical day time management wise is I enjoy mornings. I don't like waking up at five in the morning and working out. I can, but I, I like a slower morning because it makes it easier to get my daughter up and get her ready for daycare. Um, but I try to do as much as I can with every minute of the day. So, you know, I do have my slow times. That's my morning time. But the rest of the day is going to be packed, like uh, get her ready for daycare. Um, I need a driver to a daycare in town, um, so it's, it's a little bit of a drive. But, you know, I'm always <laughs> jam-packing my time. So if I'm driving, I'm listening to maybe a self-help book or something nice. And that, that to me, is a little bit of a way to unwind, so I don't have to do that later. Um, then I get to work. I work probably not – I don't work 10-hour days anymore doing actual physical therapy stuff. I, I work, you know, six to seven hours with that. Uh, do some business stuff because I run my own business as well. And then um, in the time between when I get done treating patients and have to pick my daughter up, there's probably about an hour, maybe an hour and a half at the most. And so I know I have to get my cardio in. So I like to do a cardio. And then my lifting sessions just are basically circuit training. I don't have, I don't do a whole lot of um, big, uh, breaks between all my repetitions. I try to fill all my time. So I do muscle groups, you know, I'll make sure I work out my arms, but I pair that with a leg. So there's like zero rest time, but I'm also giving my muscles enough time to break. So I just really efficiently train myself. I would say, you know, I, I have just created these workout plans that in maybe 10 minutes, I can do a pretty efficient lifting routine um, without a whole lot of breaks. And so I, I just fill every minute, I would say. I'm also kind of a high energy person, so I don't like a lot of downtime. So that's how I fill my days. <laughs> but I also have like an obstacle course that my husband and dad have built me um, in our shed at home. So I can also, t you know, I take my daughter running with me a lot. I push her in the stroller. That's kind of resistance training. So I take her and then I'll come home and throw a few spears, do my grip work. And so it's all, you know, like there's not really a lot of wasted time. I, I don't sit and just watch TV at night. You know, if there's TV on, I'm going through my work emails, doing notes on the computer, I'm, you know, fixing daughter for, or fixing food for my daughter. It's just like, I don't have a lot of downtime. I think that's what time management is for me is just make every second count. And when you do have downtime, just make it all about that. Like if I take a bath at night, that is like my 20 minutes of relaxation, but then every other minute is full. So I don't, I don't know if that's really time management or just making everything count. <laughs> well, in itself, making everything count is, yeah. is a method of time management. And in my opinion, it's a good way of time management that uh, you are not that it's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing that we're filling every minute, but when you do have a lot of those things that just need to get done in your day, it's important to kind of figure out, okay, I have these five minutes, I can unload the dishwasher, or I can do like this little task and just get these things done. So um, yeah, I, I think that is a, is, you know, a type of time management for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I have an elliptical in my living room. That's a big thing that I've I've changed up in the last year or so because I get frustrated, you know, you we're in Montana. And so, you know, there's a good portion of the year that we're dark at five o'clock 
or, and you know, you get off work, you had to go get your daughter, you come home and there was no time for working out. It used to frustrate me because I'd have to do like a little circuit training in my living room. Well, now I put the elliptical in, uh, I can do an hour of cardio um, without having to go out in the dark and run, which, you know, a lot of times my husband's on the road, so I am the sole caregiver to my daughter. I can't just leave her. She's three. I either have to take her with me, which at nighttime, it's not a good option to take her. She, she has very limited hours of uh, <laughs> she wants to spend in a, in a stroller, especially at night. Uh, so, you know, putting a elliptical in the room was a, a big thing because I can spend an hour I can still engage with her when she's playing in the living room. You know, I can jump off the elliptical, go grab her a snack, you know, put a puzzle down for her and I can still work out. I can catch up on some Netflix, you know, like it's, it's all doable. You just have to make it count. And I think having some, um, either aerobic equipment or just having some options, even if it's like free weights, I have, you know, a kettlebell and a balance thing and, uh, bands in my living room that if, if I'm running out of time, I can throw in a quick workout and it doesn't have to be huge, you know, little things count. So I I just try to add those in when I can. Yeah. And I think you brought up a good point without specifically making it a point that, you know, a lot of times with racing, a lot of people just think I need to run that that's, if I don't run, I'm not going to get better at running and build up that cardio but there's a lot of other methods that we can get that cardio that we can gain that endurance without having actually having to run. So by, you know, doing the elliptical, you're still building up the, the right cardiovascular systems, just not putting that pounding on your legs and not actually doing the running motion. And you know, you you still know you're benefiting your yourself and your workout. Yeah. And that, you know, that's something as I, as I get older and these little nagging injuries pop up, I found that I've been healthier uh, alternative training or finding something other than running to get in some cardio and try to run every other day. So you make the running very purposeful and, you know, my workouts are running or, um, speed drills are running, but then I try to put in the volume. So you don't have to spend, you know, like an hour running. Sometimes you can throw that hour in biking or elliptical or skate skiing or cross country skiing, you know, and that, that gives your joints a little break, but it also gives you a different kind of outlet. And I think that that's great. I, I like alternative training. I think it's a good part of, uh, staying healthy as an athlete. I agree. It's good to mix it up. You know, even with, with the athletes I coach, I'll throw usually either running or rowing intervals in just because, or long steady state rows, just doing that, just that time under, um, under stress is really beneficial. Yeah. I think so too. And you can really add volume too, you know, like I can't run 50 mile weeks anymore, but I can elliptical that many. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And maybe it's boring, but you know, like I've grown to love audiobooks and I've grown to love, you know, they have so many things available, Netflix and Prime and whatever, but you know, you can watch good documentaries. It doesn't have to be rot your brain out uh, things, which are nice too, but you can, have some purposeful things while you're on an elliptical. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm curious from kind of when you started to being on the pro team and becoming a better pro athlete, did, how did your training change or did it change? 
Um, yeah, significantly. Let's say I did my first race in 2013, and that was just really that was just motivation for me to get back out running. Um, I started CrossFit in there sometime, but at the time there wasn't any CrossFit gyms near me, so it was a half hour drive to the town um, north of us to get into it. And so it was kind of an inconvenient times. This was before my daughter, of course. But yeah, I would do like CrossFit maybe twice a week. I'd try to run every day. Um, and that was, I had a lot more time to do that. I was working at a different job and not a boss. And um, so that training was a little different. <laughs> and then I think in 2000. 16 2015 16 I started getting a little bit more serious I tried to do a few more races and so training kind of changed I was at a CrossFit gym that was really hitting a little bit heavier weights and I felt like and I wasn't running as much and wasn't watching my nutrition and I did feel a little bit slower just just because of how many power lifts I was doing um so I I started changing it up after that and doing more of the circuit-like CrossFit um, and doing less weight. I, I tend to do the RX if they give it. Not be, you know Maybe it's not the best weight for me, but I'll struggle through it. And I tend to go heavier just because I'm a very competitive person. And I started learning that wasn't the best for my body. Maybe a little bit lighter was a better option. And so I lightened up on the weights, just did more repetitions and more endurance lifts, still doing the deadlifts and, and the squats, but lighting it up on the weights and just doing a lot more repetitions. And that, that, that made me a better athlete because it, it just toned me and had me with that endurance load versus just a power lift load. Um, so I changed things up a little bit there. A lot of body, I do a ton of body weight uh, activities, a lot of push-ups pull-ups, you know, anything you can do to just move your body, because that's what Spartan racing is. I mean, you do have your heavy lifts, but in the women's division, I don't feel like Spartan is that heavy. The men's definitely have a, a lot heavier per body type, but uh, so I do a lot of body weight. I switched from heavier gym lifting to more circuit training, more body weight, getting in my cardio load a little bit more. Um, I was just doing three or four miles almost every day to start with. And then now I'm doing, you know, at least an hour of cardio a day, if not a little bit more. And so it's, it's definitely changed. I think I've fine tuned things. Um, I love push-ups, pull-ups, grip strength. Oh my gosh. I really hit the grip strength because grip strength matters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think it's gotten more as the obstacles have morphed a little grip strength really is and grip fatigue. So I tried to do a lot of that kind of um, training is just training the, the grip strength and grip endurance um, and time on the grip obstacles, just increase that time as much as possible. So training's just morphed for me, just being coming smarter. Uh, I think any racer does that with the longer they're in the sport, they learn to be just a little bit smarter. And my training season has definitely gotten longer because Spartan season is now... <sighs> From February through, gosh, I think I raced through November last year, the last mountain race. So. Yeah, I was going to say, it's pretty much 10 months. Yeah. So you just have to get smarter. I think. <laughs> I, or I got smarter. Maybe some people know this inherently. But. Well, I think as you 
as you, the longer you race, so the longer you do any sport, you learn your body, you learn your strengths and weaknesses and really get, are able to kind of hone in on what those weaknesses are and what you really need to focus on. Yeah. And I think learning, you know, what works for your body is, is so important. Learning what, you know, like heavy lifts were not, not my thing. Um, but doing those lifts with lighter weight is amazing. So, you know, just learning, you have to tweak it for what works for you and, and uh that's really the key and that's the key with anything just do you <laughs> yeah absolutely um you know you can i always see ask see people asking like what's a good training routine and i mean at the end of the day the answer is the one that works with your schedule because if it doesn't work with someone's schedule then it's never going to be successful for them yeah, you're never going to do it. <laughs> that's, that's one of the things I always ask people, even as a, as PT, I'm like, well, what do you do? What do you like to do? What, what do you see yourself doing? Like if you tell, if someone needs 40 minutes of exercise and they don't like running, you're never going to run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like walking or biking. You know, you always have to find what's going to work in a person's schedule. And I'm a hundred percent on board with you right there too, is you just, you got to make it work in your schedule. If not, it's not, never going to become a habit or a lifestyle. Yeah. Between making it in your schedule and making it things you enjoy. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I was just talking to someone earlier today who actually is a coach. And he's like, I hate running and I don't train run. He's like, I spend hours on the rower every week. He's like, but I don't run. <laughs> and he's a racer and does great at it. So, yeah, uh, it's just you really have to train what not necessarily what you enjoy but you know if it's not going to be something that you're if you're going to dread doing it then you're yeah. doing the wrong thing you'll you'll learn to hate it <laughs> <laughs> right awesome well any uh, just kind of to wrap it up here any final thoughts final ideas when it comes to time management or just training in general that we haven't brought up uh one thing for time management, uh, I always like this little thing is uh, work smarter, not harder. And so finding little life hacks that make life easier will make you uh, more prone to do something. So, you know, just just setting yourself up for success uh, is the big thing. To, you know, don't make it difficult to go and work out. Make it easy find something that you enjoy, find something that you can fit in. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, something that your friend does that works for them. It's going to have to be something that works for you. If getting on the elliptical for 30 minutes is going to work, um, then, then that works or going and running for, sorry about that. The phone's ringing. No worries. <laughs> I don't know how to turn it down. Um, <laughs> Time management working, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, just you know, finding little life hacks. I, I try to make every second count. That's, that's my life hack, you know. Like if I have an extra five minutes, uh, I try to finish all my notes, or you know, try not to save things for the last minute. Um, even unloading the dishwasher, you know, just make life easy. It little things that add up, make time management work. Uh, you know, preparing my workout clothes are sitting right here. So after this, this, this meeting, I'm going to go put those on, you know, like just prepping things. If you have an extra minute to go prep your workout clothes or put them in the bag, that's a big thing is just preparing yourself. You know, if you 
make it incredibly hard to work out, you're not going to do it. But if you make it easy, you know, set up your workout bag the night before, and the healthy snacks for you, or, you know, plan, just planning is huge, I think. And I'm a planner. I'm a scheduler. <laughs> I have little schedules, you know, on my phone, on the desk. I, I like to plan out everything. And I think that's, that's another part of time management is just um, preparing. I think if it, even in your head, if you have a, a little prepared plan, you'll, you'll be more successful. Awesome. I love it. I feel like I'm listening to myself talk right now. <laughs> everything you're saying is like everything that I do. I love well, it. success. <laughs> right? Awesome. If someone wants to follow you, just kind of keep up on how your race season goes, where can they find you? On Instagram, I'm at Casey.Monroe. And uh, Casey spelled differently. So it's at K-A-C-I.Monroe. And then on Facebook, I also post on there is Casey Calloway Monroe. So those are the two links I have right now. Perfect. Well, Casey, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. And that concludes this week's episode of Highly Functional. If you enjoyed it and found the information helpful, I invite you to head over to Facebook and join my group, Obstacle Course Racing Athlete Health and Performance where you can both join your OCR tribe, as well as find very helpful, useful information on how to become a more dominant racer, a more resilient racer, and truly race at your peak performance. And until next time, let's go out and be highly functional. <laughs>